Ah, it's time to relax, and you know what that means. A glass of wine, your favorite easy chair, and of course, this compact disc playing on your home stereo. So go on and indulge yourself. That's right, kick off your shoes, put your feet up, lean back, and just enjoy the melodies. After all, music soothes even the savage beast. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the finish, finishing, finisher. Nailed it. Uh, yes, just quickly before we go into um, what we're up to this last week, I want to make a quick apology for last week. I was kind of shit because I was a bit burnt out and I was not fully there in the podcast. But thankfully, these two completely carried it and did an excellent job, despite the fact that I was not completely with it. Quitter. Um, exactly. <laughs> Quitter. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that, guys, but sometimes shit happens. Um, yeah. So, uh, guys, what have we been up to, everyone? Brett. Since when? When did we, what year is it again? Uh, since a week ago. Ish. Right. Was it a week ago? Yeah. So I put out the vid year, um, which was nice. Which was nice. Which was nice. Um, it was a fun little edit and adding a little bit in the end there based on what we had chatted about just felt right. Um, and being a little bit more honest and open with uh, being able to show people the process and here was the challenge and the process and everything, but then tacking on a little bit of the realism at the end of like, oh yeah, and by the way, it didn't quite work out and here's me dropping it in a water bucket <laughs> accidentally, which I didn't realize I had the footage of it and you can't <laughs> see it happen, but <laughs> of course I'm like, oh no. Um, so that was good to get that thing out it was it was honestly nice to watch back and just see Tony in my shop. And be like, eh, that was that one time that Tony was there. Um, since then, it's been still just kind of recovering from whatever the hell this sickness that has afflicted me for the last week, and trying to get things in order for the class season to start up. Jim's going to be gone for the next month, and I've got lots to do for prepping and planning. Nice. That's it for me. Cool. Uh, Al, yeah, talking of uh, prepping and planning, I've not, I've not actually um, been able to get in the shop to make anything, but I've been doing a lot of preparation, uh, wow. which is very unlike me. Um, I'm, I'm trying to host a, a an exhibition in in the city um, in the summer. There's a there's a uh, an event called Leeds International Festival, which is kind of a celebration of all things uh, progressive and, and innovative in the city. Um, and I want to kind of showcase local artists and local talent um, with a view to kind of using more homegrown, um, not necessarily homegrown, you know, it can be it can be international people, but people that are based in the city. Yeah. Try and make um, Leeds a little bit more of a kind of a creative hub. Uh, awesome. You know, if you, if you think of places like Manchester, you know, Media City, a lot of the, the sort of UK television channels are up in up in Manchester and it's always kind of been known as this kind of creative place. Um, and Leeds has a lot to offer, so I'm trying to kind of promote that side in, in Yorkshire. Um, so I've been writing briefs for artists 
which is incredibly frustrating because basically <laughs> the second I wrote, I was like, I want to fucking do this. This sounds really cool. <laughs> um, so I was just kind of reluctantly sending it out. But it's, yeah, I'm meeting a lot of interesting people and a lot of people that are awesome. sort of equally passionate about um, the arts and, and sort of creativity in, in young people and stuff. So very exciting. Um, and I, I had to make a plan for the um, workshop that I'm running on Saturday, which is to survive the zombie apocalypse. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> which sounds I'm like so it doesn't need a plan. Um, but I'm basically running a workshop with like a dozen people and from scratch. So I need to, I need to at least think it through. So it's not a total disaster, but it sounds really fun. Again, um, I sent the plan over to the, to, to the guy whose space it is today. And he's like, Oh, cool. I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and then also planning, um, the, the, the stuff we're doing at Makers Central. So the make with makers. So some of the, um, makers international guys, um, and, some of the other people in the community will be putting on a little stall called Make With Makers. Um, and basically it's sort of free for people to come up and just just get their hands on tools and do um, fun activities from, from sort of basic arts and crafts um, through to leatherworking, uh, fabric working, woodworking, um, and everything else in between. So uh, again, just a bit of planning needed for that. Um, I think I was I was kind of under the impression we could just turn up and just wing it like I could in <laughs> But it turns out you need risk assessments and liability yeah. insurance and all sorts of shit like that. So um, luckily that's all that's all sorted now. Um, so now it's just a case of yeah, really looking forward to make a central and it'd be a bit more about making this year. Yeah, I, I know last year it was um, it was very fun um, and it was a lot of drinking. Drinkers International. Um, <laughs> But you know the the making side of it was 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 not as as prevalent as it could have been. I think I think there was a few stalls doing really good things. I know, um, Cat had a great time um, doing some kind of um, marbling effect. I think on some ceramics. You know, there's sort of interesting little little one off stalls doing things. But I think this year, yeah. one of Nick's ambitions is to really push it about being making and really getting hands on, and, and yeah. especially with the with the young guys as well. So again, me and Sophie doing the. Great British Make Off again, um, which we did with JP last year, which was a load of fun. So hopefully this year it can be just as good. Um, yeah. So yeah, lots of planning, not a lot of making, but I guess making plans is still making in, in some capacity. Yeah, it's not it's not really my forte. <laughs> thinking no. it through, so I uh, I have the utmost respect for you for having to deal with all that because we've um, we've had to do uh, basically the same process with the forge over the last week or so right. uh, for getting everything sorted and. And that's just with us, let alone with having umpteen other people involved as well. It must be a nightmare. The challenge, the challenge I had actually was um, was on the insurance side of things. Nobody wants yeah. to insure someone who isn't a business. Yeah. So because I'm I'm non for profit um, and I'm just a single entity, me. Because you haven't got a turnover, you haven't got an income, you basically haven't got equity, you haven't got something that can be used against you. Yeah. Insurers yeah. just don't want to know, and it was really hard to get. Um, yeah, basically just like liability insurance for what, what is essentially just a member of the public yeah. going going into a space and, and volunteering, which sounds ridiculous that you can't even volunteer without hurdles. But um, yeah, it was it was really difficult. But I, in the end, I found like a, a kind of it was a, a company that specialises in in insuring charities and non for profit organisations, which I thought awesome. was really, really nice. Um, and they were super helpful as well. I was kind of you know, telling them my plight, and every everyone I was going to was just turning me around and going, "What's your income? What's your what's your what's your, what's your yeah. yearly? How many employees do you have?" I was like, "No, it's just me. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Just me and Bruce. Just arts and crafts. 
Um, but yeah, it's a minefield, but but we've got through it. And as I say, that that's kind of one one yeah. less thing to worry about. Yeah, awesome. it was weird actually having to get liability insurance from just a company randomly <laughs> that's yeah. like, oh, you want to travel and you're going to do something that requires some insurance. And I got on the site and they were just like, sure, give us X amount of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And they're like, yep, yeah, send you something in the email. Nice. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Brilliant. But, uh, but yeah, and like you say, it, it, it really does sound like this year's uh, Maker Central is going to be a, a lot more kind of maker focused, which is, well, not that last year wasn't maker focused, but focused, but it's just a bit more hands on this year, which is. Um, I, think, I think last year was maker community focused. I think it was yeah. really, really awesome in terms of the, everyone that was there, everyone that met each other, you know, the people. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think the actual craft and, and for people who aren't, you know, makers or on social media making, you know, even just, just, just norms, <laughs> um, <laughs> just muggles coming in off the street and, and, and wanting to have a go. I think that's, that would be even more inspiring, I think, for everyone. Yeah. What yeah, I mean, exactly is the purpose of a rubber duck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like you say, like the, the fact that it, it is much more, whereas last year was very, very community. This is, this is about in, inspiring the next uh, batch of makers because it, yeah. it seems like it's not even um, just about a generational thing. It's just about getting anyone that's even vaguely interested to to just have a go and, mm-hmm. and try it out, which is a really really good thing. Um, and actually leads quite nicely into what we've been up to because uh, <laughs> well we're we're doing we've just confirmed this week because um, we finally got the workshop basically finished. We've got the uh, the chimneys up. We sent. Joe up on the roof um, whilst it was pissing down with rain to drill holes in the roof, uh, which he was really happy about. Um, but we're doing uh, like an after school club. Um, so on a, I think it's a Tuesday afternoon, um, we're having eight kids from um, Alex's son's school come along and get to try uh, blacksmithing. And they're doing, I think it's on a four week rotation. So they come along for four weeks um, for a, a couple of hours and I just get to, to have a go and try things out and and actually uh, get their hands dirty trying a bit of blacksmithing, which is really, really cool. And I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's going to be a really fun thing to be kind of part of. And yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Other than that, I, uh, we had a, um, another class this week with, uh, it, there was only five people in the group and it was quite nice because of those five people, three of them were, um, like friends of the community um, <laughs> or friends from the community. Sorry. So it, it was really good because it was uh, James from Mortal Make and his partner Naomi and uh, Bill McGonagall. Um, Billiam. He, yes, Billiam. Uh, so yeah, he'd come down from Bristol again because this is his second class. Um, and it was really, really nice seeing him kind of <laughs> already knowing enough to kind of get by. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really, really nice class again. Um but yeah, that's basically been all what I've been up to. Um, just been nice. yeah, a lot of getting stuff ready again for uh, class season um, and sorting out for the festivals over the next year, which is just pretty full on. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I've completely failed at doing a segue there, but um, at least you pointed it out. Well, uh, there was no way to get around it. Um, Wait, I thought that's what a segue was. <laughs> well, yeah. Failing to connect to two portions of the podcast on a weekly <laughs> yeah. basis. 
<laughs> eh, kind of. Um, but yeah, uh, so we were going to talk about... Maybe you should just give up on segues. Uh, it's almost like I should just quit. <gasps> there we go. Uh, yeah. Um, so it was about... Uh, we were going to talk about quitting um, and when to... Well, not necessarily when to give up, but about giving up and when you choose to give up and when you choose not to and all of that kind of good stuff. Um, I don't know whether either of you two want to kind of kick off on this one. Yes, I just want to caveat. I thought it was also just about like giving up and letting go. Yes. Not necessarily about quitting, but also just like knowing when to go. Oh, I'll let this one slide. Like yes. <laughs> not, not, not being kind of precious and 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 holding on to stuff because i'm i'm i think i'm more guilty of that um you know not quitting (laughs) when i should um than actually quit so i don't want to just be about negative kind of like yeah yeah i quit this bullshit Um, (laughs) yeah yeah no that's a that's a a much better kind of explanation of it cool right Um, yeah so brett why don't you start what (laughs) (laughs) I've already done enough of this last week. <laughs> um, well, I think, yeah, to be honest, I think Steve should just do the whole episode because he's fucking useless last week. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, I will at least start it off. Um, when it comes to letting things go, that I feel like has has become a skill or or something that I had to develop because I think I used to be a lot more precious about things, especially projects, things that you invest your time and energy into. And I know I hinted at a little bit more existential, deeper topic in terms of friends and people and, you know, jobs that I've given my time and energy to. But when it comes to just projects specifically, um, I used to treat everything so precious. And I know this is uh, a topic that a lot of people have talked about in terms of materials. You pay a lot of money for your materials. Mm-hmm. They become precious to you because you spent a bunch of money on them and you don't want to ruin them or you don't want to be so deep into a project that you can't back up and fix things. What does pay for materials mean? Yeah, what does, <laughs> what does pay? I have a guy that just throws them against the wall when he's done with them. So lucky me. Um, but but when it comes to a project and and being able to let something go, you know, last week was a good example on the flip side of that when, when it felt like a little bit of a failure, but since then it's been that let go moment and it it felt really good to actually get the video out because it felt like there was a certain degree of my own closure on that, of letting it go be like, it was a mistake. Fucking move on next video. What's the next fun thing that we're going to try to attempt or what's the next challenge I'm going to give myself. Um, there was actually a comment on the video that really, uh, struck a chord because one i thought it was a good idea um from the chat but they're always they're always pretty active in my comment section or they comment in a lot of my videos and um i'm talking to cover up the fact that i'm still searching for the comment so (laughs) yeah so the the comment was great work you should try you should try this one day hammer making technique every so often and see what you can do as your skills get better. New Ooh. title for that series, Brett Gets Hammered, part <laughs> one, two, whatever. Um, I wouldn't specifically do the hammer thing, but I like that idea as a uh, 
it's kind of a series in letting things go or a series in trying and then seeing what you can achieve and then letting the things move forward. Nice. So yeah. there was no, there was no point to any of that or I didn't ask a question at the end of it I realized <laughs> oh my god it, it sounded I'm like you so were kind good of at mid, talking midway through and you were going yeah. on with that sorry oh no, no I'm so good at talking please um <laughs> so when it comes to projects that you guys work on um since we spent or since I spent a lot of time last week discussing more personal natured stuff when it comes to actual projects or making or building or al stuff at work client jobs marketing branding stuff when when do you get to put a foot you know out the door of that thing that you've been working on or or getting out of the woods as it were in terms of moving on to the next thing and letting it go yeah it's hard there's very little closure in my kind of in my in my day job anyway there's there's very little of that you know it, there's, there's there's absolutely no opportunity for me to go oh fuck it yeah like i could if it was a personal client you know which is again still not a good attitude and not one i'd actively uh, you know uh try and achieve or follow um but yeah it's 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 very impossible for me to kind of go um i give up um but there's the as i am i'm, I'm incredibly stubborn um but as i'm kind of not growing up but kind of learning to to suffer the world a bit more um pick your battles has been something that's kind of been a big um proponent of, of, yeah. of my not going postal every day I go in the office <laughs> um, and yeah it's it's like it, I should basically just get a t-shirt saying picky battles because everything to me is important doesn't matter what it is you know like every everything is important like everything has to be like I know I fuck around in in the hack shack and I know I, I make light of everything I make jokes or everything but to me all aspects of everything is important so like you know Road safety, uh, kids' welfare, you know, um, the planet, environment, everything to me is important. Um, and it's hard to kind of split your energy across across infinite possibilities. But at work, um, it's the same. And, and I, you know, like time frame is important. Budget is important. Um, you know, how economic we're being. Uh, is the client getting the best for the money? Is, is the work going to be good? You know, is it going to be award-winning? Is the the members of staff learning in the process and my, you know my teaching like the, the junior members of the team all this shit's going through my head all the time and i'm like i can't i can't i can't drop any of those balls that i'm juggling yeah um just because of my kind of like on this like 100 always on this and i can't switch off so like giving up is like just, it, it's impossible to me um it means a lot of late nights for me and a lot of kind of um stress and anxiety um which if i did give less of a shit think life would be a bit a hell of a lot easier um but i yeah i struggle i struggle to give up um in that in that side of of life um when it comes to kind of my own personal creative life and my own things that i'm doing like like with the hack shack it's the opposite like i i have a certain level of attention to deficit disorder that <laughs> The next thing just to get, grabs my attention, and then the next thing yeah. grabs my attention, and, and like, and you know, one minute I'm carving, the next minute I'm welding, the next minute I'm cooking, the you know, and, and I'm like, I've forgotten all about it. Like cl closure for me is easy in that in that side of things, um, and I think that's partly why I like it because I can get, you know, in a day I can do, I can do something from start to finish, close that book, and then move on. And yeah, that, that for me is like 
absolute sort of um, catharsis. It's, it's, it's like just so relaxing and soothing to be able to go, ah, you know, I don't ever have to think about that ever again. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't ever have to gear reduce the ratio of a lever in my car <laughs> to turn the volume down. <laughs> Because I've done it, you know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm never going to revisit it. So, like, I, I, I love giving up on things that I've, I've closed. Yeah, if that makes no, sense. Yeah, no, that that makes uh, perfect sense. It, like you say, because it's it's one of those once you've once you've done it, you don't you don't need to revisit it and do it again because you've you've done it. Yeah. Um, but it's funny you said that about um, about going into the hack shack and just fucking about and and it it doesn't matter as much then, and that's. That's one of the things that I've um, I've had to do over the last uh, couple months, especially, is there's been a shitload of other stuff going on outside of this whole uh, world, um, and there's there's a lot of stuff that I've been wanting to crack on with and wanting to do um, inside of the workshop, and that's both uh, like actual commissions and projects and and things like that as well as you know there's there's a load of videos i wanted to do like the um the uh one day hammer build like stuff like like wanting to do those little things i'm really fucking excited about doing them but i just i i have to give them, I, I know that i don't have the the time or the scope to do them and and actually if i if i try and keep those uh those pressures there then i end up going into the workshop and i don't enjoy that time you know i'm, I'm not going to go in and i'm not going to do like the the next project i do i'm i'm not going to enjoy it and i'm not going to make a, a a good video because i'm not enjoying myself and and so i'm going to end up with a, a a shitty video and a shitty project and i'm still going to be pissed off and upset and blah, because <laughs> I, yeah because I've, I've put that pressure on myself whereas if i go actually you know what i'm i'm, I'm just gonna i'm i'm not giving up on youtube but i'm i'm letting those things go for a bit because there's there's other things that I need to do. There's more important things that I need to to sort out in my life. Um, and sort your fucking, fucking life out, mate. And uh, and and knowing that you know I can come back to them at, at any point, but that they, they're not top priority for me. So I think for me, it, 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 like you say, it, it's that that um, fuck. How did you put it? I want to say risk assessment, and that's not it at all. Picking your battles. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's picking those battles, and you know, as as much as I want to make a, I fuck, I can't say that. Uh, as much as I want to make a, a a giant thing for someone on the internet, like <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I was going to say it, and then I uh, no, um, but yeah, as, as much as I want to do the, the, those things, like I I know that at the moment that's it's just it's not important to do it right now there's there's other things i've got to get done like i i've barely been in my workshop for the last six weeks because every time i've not been at work i've been at the other workshop getting shit done for that and getting things prepped and and everything else and building it and um and it it just means that when like i say when i when i go when i do get to spend time in the workshop rather than going right i've I've got to do this and that and the other thing and whoa, 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 and you know I've got to work through that to do list. It's like actually no, fuck it. You know what? I'm. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be a hobby, and like what? Well, my sorry, my workshop is supposed to be a hobby. The the forge that's that's career workshop is is fun hobby times, and it's 
it's kind of giving up that that pressure on myself of every time I'm in the workshop, I have to do something amazing and incredible. It's like, actually, no, I can just, I can be more Al, I can go in and I can fuck about and enjoy myself and and have that as fun. Here's a t-shirt, be more Al. Be more Al. <laughs> fuck about. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, kind of giving up on stuff, it doesn't mean that there's not, there's not goals. Like I, like I can give on something when there's, I can give up, I can give something up when, when there's closure. Yeah. If not, it still fucking niggles at the back of my head and it'll still, well, you haven't done this yet. You haven't done this yet. You, haven't done... <laughs> you know, like, and, yeah. and I can't, I can't, I absolutely cannot give that up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, the cider press, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I made it twice and like, yeah, I, I, I squeezed apple juice out of it, but like, it's still niggling at me. Like, why don't you yeah. try again? Why don't you try a third time? Why don't you make it out of real materials? Why don't you, you know, or use the shit materials you've got, but find a solution around yeah. it where you can make it out of shit materials. And then you've solved both problems. And then it's like two problems for the price of one. It's like, woohoo. Um, so like that, that's still niggling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, there's, the, there's that. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that's a preciousness that, that isn't about like, let it go. Um, that's just more, I don't know. Is it like, it's, I'm not ambition. I don't know what's the what's the opposite of of of, of giving up. Like, because <laughs> it's not it's not keeping on going. It's not persevering. Because like I, I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till next year till next year's apple harvest yeah. to, to to have a go. But um, I guess it's just prioritization. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I'm I'm unable to switch off that little. Yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. I've not done it. So like when when most projects like I'm never going to make another chainsaw cricket bat, yeah, <laughs> like that's done. <laughs> like I can I can just completely let that go now. Yeah, um, closure on that. Uh, and most I think most of my stuff is like that. But yeah, yeah. There's, there's still. Oh yeah, still... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I I'm exactly same. I constantly have this little thing in the back of my head. Anytime that um, like, in fact, Jazz had a go at me about it uh, last night. Yeah, the fact that we were sat down and um, we had to house sit for. Mum and dad's so were sat in mum and dad's place. Their their signal is shit, so I couldn't even I couldn't even watch a YouTube video. I couldn't do anything, and it was like that kind of being forced to just sit down and chill out. And uh, and I was saying to her, oh, fuck yeah, because I I should be doing this and I should be doing that, and I should have watched this and I should have seen that, and I blah, blah. and like saying, oh yeah, because you know talking about like going away next weekend, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but. I shouldn't really because I know that I, I need to get this done. I need to get that. Done, I need to get that done. And it's it's not things that actually need to get done. It's just things that I want to get done. So in my head, I've got this like mental to-do list. And any time that there's anything on it, which there's always something on it, yeah. it's just constantly in the back of my head going, why haven't you done that yet? Why haven't you done that? Like I've got yeah, yeah. project ideas that are you know, five years old that are still in the back of my head going, well, you could probably do that. You know, you, you could just do this. Well, I can't see that. Was it? Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. endless post-its. <laughs> yeah, I've got them written down everywhere. I've got, I've got uh, a Google Keep that I have to keep revising because I've got so many fucking things on it. And um, no one can see, but Al is just pulling loads and loads of post-its <laughs> off of every space around him. It's like fucking scene from Seven. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Brett, you've been sat there looking like the thinker so this what are you is thinking this is just a this could get deep or a long drawn out conversation about letting things go because i think everyone has a priority is probably a decent description of it but whether it's goals or 
that perseverance or, or the strive for more, um, it, it's difficult to just let things go. And it's even harder to hear that from an outside uh, perspective, right? Something that you're really laser focused on that somebody comes in and goes, you know, you should really just like, it's not a big deal. You should let it go. You, you know, you get those moments of just wanting to hit somebody in the face for going like, don't tell me how to do the thing that I'm, it's important, but there are times where the outside perspective can become so either calming or, or gaining that perspective from their end to go, yeah, why am I fucking, I'm like killing myself over this thing that I've put on this high priority list. And similar to my, my last job, it was the worst thing about my job was that everything was a priority and everything was number one. So you didn't get a to-do list of like, uh, here's priority order one through 10. So, you know, let's just crack them out one at a time. Everything's a number one. Yeah. And the list was 20 things long. So when somebody would go, you know, the email thing that I told you to sort out, you, don't worry about that right now. Focus on the other thing. You're like <laughs> you gave me the, I have to do all the things at once. And it becomes this, this, I can't let anything go. So when I go home from work, work came with me yeah yeah because it was like well I, I i could technically do that email thing from home on my laptop and you're like oh gross i actually did have friends at that point in time that would be like yeah let that shit go you got to not care about your job which yeah. is difficult because similar to al i think it i think a lot of us feel this way but it's like you you can't let go because you care about it yeah because you're yeah. enough of an empathetic an empathetic person that you know that it will affect some people around you or it's not just you out on an island by yourself getting these jobs done. There's probably an effect on the people around you or your team that you're working with. So you tend to put it on yourself and go, yeah, but if I, if I reach this goal, I can come in tomorrow morning and everyone will be like, Hey, you did a great job. Thank you for doing that. Cause now we can all do our other things. Guess what? Nine times out of 10, that's not what happens. <laughs> people just go, you did your job. Good. Move it along. Right? Oh, did, so did something to- happen? Yeah. Right. So it's this series of letting things go. Like, do you let do you let go of the other things? Or do you kind of give up or quit on the low priority things because so and so said it was more important to do this other thing? So much of my time spent at that it's, old it's, job. It's, it's triage. You know, yeah. The, it's, the, the, the the letting go of the small things is equally as catastrophic because Otherwise, there w- it wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's you know it, it has to be up to you to decide which yeah which soldier yeah. dies because you, yeah because you, you can't do it all yeah yeah and I the letting it go is such a difficult choice if if you just use that as kind of like a an approach to either making or your job or your life in general it it is tough to let those things go, especially when you have outside perspective or other people telling you that those things aren't as important as you've put, set them up to be, whether it's expectations and maintaining your expectations, which we talk about a lot. It, it is so personal that if you didn't give a shit about it from the beginning, it would be easy to let it go. Right. That's, that's pretty easy to understand, but because we care or because we want to achieve a thing or we have a goal in mind, it becomes more and more difficult to let that go, especially when time is involved. 
like Steve, yeah. you've we're talking about letting it go or quitting or something. I'm sure it's not going to be just this easy day of you walking into work and going, right, I don't work here anymore. And then you're just gone the next day. It's not going to be that easy. You're probably going to carry some of that for the next however long. And it will be difficult to let go the idea that you had a fairly regular job. Your hours are ridiculous, by the way. But you have a fairly steadily, you know, income and uh, schedule and all these. And that's going to go away. And you're going to have to let that go. And everyone else is going to be like, eh, quit worrying about your old job. It's like, it's just money. You'll figure it out in the forge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just put two weeks off work. Uh, no, yeah, it yeah. doesn't work like that. I work myself now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I've, um, I've, I've, got a, I've got a question and I'm just going to interrupt you, Steve. Yeah, um, what is uh, like good thing? What are good things to let go? So what are good things to give up, you know, whether that's like hot steel addictions or, you know, things in your, things in your past that like looking back, you're like, yeah, I, I should have given that up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, or things that, you know, things that are wasting your time or your effort or energies or, you know, detrimental to your health. What's what, what are good things to give up when is when he's giving up a positive thing? I mean, I think you touched on a, a couple really good ones straight away. Like, like you say, like addiction, like, uh, there's, obviously all kinds of things that that can be applied to. I mean, even down to like the amount of friends I've got that that have given up uh, sugar, Hmm. like just as a general rule, like I, I cut out sugar from my tea uh, about three years ago. I used to have two sugars in my tea. Then I was like, Oh no, I'll, I'll slowly cut down and I'll go for, for one. And I had one in my tea for ages, although it would be one and a bit. And you know, if I was having a really shit day, then I, you know, maybe I'd have two sort of thing. And it just kept creeping back up. And eventually I just went, actually, you know what? I, all I need to do is just not have sugar. I just cut it out. And granted, that's a very uh, uh, specific thing. And it was only with tea. Like I still have sugar and other things. But I think there's, there's, there's lots of things like that that, you, that you, you can cut out. And whether it's for your health or for, like, I've, I've had to let go um, friends because there's, it's been an unhealthy relationship. Um, and I've just had to kind of go, actually, this, this is really, really bad for me. Whenever, you know, whenever we're with each other, my life ends up going in a bad direction. And I think, in fact, you said about that, uh, last week, Brett, like you said about the fact that you, you had some relationships and you had to, to let them go because it, it was, was not good for you. And I think, again, that it, it's a very, very personal thing. Like if, um, what's what's bad for me might not necessarily be bad for you um but uh that sorry I've, i was completely distracted because brett's face got really close to the camera then <laughs> i <laughs> found a hair tie looped around my bag <laughs> sorry i was listening to your very important statement but i found a hair tie on my bag look at that it's just a look of uh, confusion and then you got really close uh, to the- don't mind me i'm sorry <laughs> but it's uh but yeah, and let's say it's it's finding out those things. Like if there's like for me, um, and I know exactly what you're both going to say. But uh, a few years ago, I had to give up doing door work. Um, you were a doorman. I was a doorman, um, but I was uh, I was working on uh, the doors, and uh, in November of anyway. Uh, the end of the year um one of my friends um took his own life 
and I was still working on the door and it was horrible. And I was, I was doing things and I was, I was acting in a way that was completely not me because I hadn't given myself time to, to deal with everything. And, uh, and it got to the point where it's like, right, actually, you know what? I need to, to just remove myself from the situation. I need to give up doing that. It, yes, it's going to put stress on me in terms of at that time of year, the money was very important. And, you know, I, I didn't do the job for fun. It was because it, I had to do it to make, make ends meet. But the, the cost of doing it was, was far outweighed to the, the benefit. Yeah, sorry, the, the cost benefit was, was completely askew because it was completely fucking with me for the rest of the week. And I, I wasn't able to do any of the other things I, I had to do in the week sort of thing. Um, so it meant that I had to make sacrifices in that, I just, I had to beg, borrow and steal um, for a few months until I was sorted and I could start picking up the work again. Um, but it was that very much that choice of like, this is, this is bad for me. If I carry on doing this, then bad things are going to happen and I need to um, remove that from my life. So I think, again, it's kind of a personal thing. It's if, if there's something shitty in your life, you have to get rid of it. It's yeah. Like carbs. Yeah. And gluten. Fucking gluten. Fucking gluten. Hey, everything oh, everything delicious. nice has gluten in. Delicious malt loaf. <sighs> Fucking Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> had to bring that up, didn't you? Steve's so upset. <laughs> but, have you ever had malt loaf? It's probably called something weird in the States. Yeah. I've had meatloaf. No. no All right. Thing. All right. It's, let's it's not probably called like gravity pie or something. <laughs> like oh, my God. Ow. Yo. Let's go. Your example. Your question right back at you. Um, good things to give up. Um, I mean, things that like take a bit time. Like I've, I just, I, I, um, I did a flyby at my parents' house um, at the weekend because mother was threatening to throw more of my stuff out from my childhood. Um, and I got some fun, weird stuff. I don't, full disclosure, I don't remember 99% of my childhood, um, read into that what you will. Uh, but I I basically picked up a whole bunch of stuff from my parents' house, and it was like old artwork and old stories I'd written as a kid. And that story was, was so of, good. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> like, what 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 the six-year-old Al think about? Um, but I also picked up uh, my old N64. Yeah. Um, and... I wasn't allowed consoles as a kid. Um, so this, when I say old N64, I mean like N64 from when I was like 20 years old. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, I still kind of brought it home and then and I, 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 I plugged it in last night and then realized that, you know, modern TVs don't accept <laughs> 25-year-old uh, games consoles. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just thought, man, I think a lot of time of mine was spent playing video games. I seem yeah. to remember a lot of time at university was spent playing Grand Theft Auto 3, um, just sitting playing computer games. And it was fun. And, you know, I learned more about physics from Half-Life than I ever did any physics <laughs> class I took. But um, other than that, they're not the most productive things in the world. <laughs> and they're not the most social things in the world, apart yeah. from you know, maybe a bit of multiplayer. Um, but, but, you know, they're, they're, very, they're very selfish and indulgent yeah. video games. Yeah. And... Um, so I, I was all I was going to say is I was just going to jump in quickly with the fact that yeah I had to give up uh, playing World of Warcraft because I 
I lived with uh, two people that played it extensively, like literally got in from work, yeah. got on the computer and started playing it. And uh, and they got me playing with it. And as much as anything, it was just that I could actually talk to them yeah. and um, and started playing that. And then I re- suddenly realized that like my free time was either I was at work, I was at other work, or I was playing World of Warcraft. And I was like, uh, I, think, <laughs> I think I'd rather go out and like see people and do yeah. stuff. And yeah, so... That's a that was a good chat. I mean, I mean, it's 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 great escapism. I'm I'm, I'm not yeah. anti, I'm not anti video games. I fucking love video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've just realised that I haven't I haven't turned on my PlayStation in like well over a year, um, maybe longer. Um, and it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 um, it's a money investment and it's a big time investment. Like I fucking would love to play Skyrim. Like yeah. if ever there was a game made for me, it would be Skyrim. <laughs> but like, I absolutely know that I couldn't because if I, if I even started that game, you know, that would be just this, this sinkhole of time and investment. And again, back to that stubbornness and that kind of, um, not, not being able to give something up without closure, I'd have to complete the whole thing and I'd have to get every possible fucking medal and every possible thing you could do and do it with every character, you know? And then yeah. like, that is, that is the kind of, well, that's, that's the whole point of video games. That's, that's why yeah. they're made the way they are. It's, it's, it's to kind of, to, to keep you playing them. Um, so yeah, I mean, stuff like that. I'm not saying by any means, give up video games, video, video games are fucking brilliant. Um, but things like that, where it's like an investment of time or money, um, that could be spent better elsewhere. I think a, a potentially good things to give up, but again, it's all it's all sacrifice. Like, you, yeah, if you want to do something else, you're going to have to give up something else because there isn't enough time in the world. Um, if you've got a job to do every day of the week, you know, there's only limited time, and it's like you've 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 got to choose: Am I going to do this? or I'm going to do that. Yeah, you know, am I going to um, pay for petrol or am I going to pay for Sky Sports? <laughs> like, yeah. which which is the thing. <laughs> you're gonna give up because yeah. you can't have um yeah so i think i think a, a, a good bit of kind of um yeah back to sort of triage again what is what, what what am i gonna let let die so that other things can can live and i think this this journey that that well we're on um and and that i'm on and have been for the past few years um i'm having to let some things go in order to 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 yeah. pursue that and fulfill that because that, you know, it takes it takes investment, it takes sacrifice. So I think there's there's definitely a a market for giving shit up. Um, as 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 sad as it is, you know, yeah. I, I, I've not I've not played video games for a very long time. Yeah. Um. I just want to quickly jump in. Oh, I really want to play right. Spider Man. Oh, it looks so fucking, fucking good. Hell. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was just going to jump in and say because I uh, I think I, I messaged in the the one of the group chats, but um, I. I hadn't turned my Xbox on for almost a year. Uh, in fact, the last time I had it on was just before you guys came down to help paint. <laughs> um, and uh, and I, I switched it on the other day because I was like, fuck it, you know what? I've got an afternoon off and I I don't want to go in the workshop. It was fucking cold or whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to I'm just gonna play Xbox for a bit. It's going to be great. Um, and I couldn't because my controller was broken. I ended up having to go and buy one and ended up not playing it. For, <laughs> anyway, um, but... I, I've had uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I've been playing that since nice. about six months after it came out, and I'm still only like seventy percent through it because <laughs> I only get to play it for like a few hours at a time a every at a time. Yeah, and it's like it'll be six months between playing it, and I think it's as much as what you were saying about um, 
you know, it, it's really worth taking, like, like a lot of people do with their bank accounts, kind of taking stock of, right, where am I spending my time? Where am I spending my energy? Is it worth it? it does it have value? Yeah. And that that's the big thing is, is whether it has value because there is a huge amount of value in uh, relaxation and, and in those social things. Um, the big problems I have with with my is the fact that I um, I, I sit in a room in an office for 12 hours a day and the only interactions I have with people are generally them coming up and saying this thing's broke is it fixed yet why isn't it fixed yet have you fixed it yet and and there's no um there's there's very little in the way of of, of just banter and talk and and you know that, that actual social stuff um and it's that's that's what gets really really draining um and that's why I like workshop environments so much. I, I love working in a in a workshop where, even if you're not um, talking constantly, you know, there's there's still a a little bit of of light interaction there. Um, and I think it is important to make to to remember to occasionally you have to give up, you know, getting that project done in five days rather than four days or whatever, and saying actually I, I need to take an afternoon off and go and spend time with the girlfriend, with the whatever, with the dog or, or even just sitting down and playing video games and, and having that time to, to recoup as it were. But, um, but yeah, Brett, you go. But <laughs> Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I, I think the video game thing is fun just because of our um, age group. I, I, you know, kids, kids are always going to be the ones that are poked at for playing video games or spending their time on their iPads. And all they do is bear the nose. Well, it's fascinating to them and it does stuff that real life doesn't do. So that's where the escapist mindset or mentality comes from is, you know, there's something fantastical about being able to put some buttons or push some buttons on a screen and your character does something and fights a dragon. Um, and because of our age group, it's like we all grew up with consoles and, and video games and being able to escape a little bit and then real life hit and, and then video games got better or, or it's the wrong perspective to have on it, but there was just more. So where we were limited to like a handful of options when we were young, now it's like you could play a new video game every day and never run out. Um, I, I tend to look at uh, giving up things like that. They are, they are uh, you know, bonuses that, that if you had the time for, it's, it's all a time management thing, like you guys said. But I think having those moments to escape or having the, that personal time for yourself. I, I did a very poor job for a lot of years. Um, not giving myself personal time to do anything, right? It, it's like every moment of the day that I could fill with either work or something that from most people's perspective would be considered work. Um, so I always look at people that go out to the gym on a very regular basis. I'm like, that's, it's fantastic that people are able to balance, you know, having a job and then going to the gym and working out for two or three hours and then coming home and having food and then going to sleep and doing that again. I'm like, holy crap, how are you so regimented? That's why you look the way that you do. 
Um, when it comes to video games, it's like the opposite, you know, people, people that get the same rush from going to the gym are the same on the flip side of that coin are the, the people that get a few achievements in a video game after four or five hours of work. And they're like, yeah, but I got the thing. You're like, Great. There's nothing physical to show for it, but it is emotionally or, or personally, um, uh what's the word that you use steve there's value to it right there's it it adds something to your life uh or at least for that moment in time and so you know in in a weird way now that you've got me thinking about the video game stuff i knew that i couldn't really play them anymore starting years ago i also couldn't really afford to keep up with consoles and things and buying new stuff but (laughs) the maker adventure thing came out of a, like uh, the inspiration was, I, I love video games. I also miss playing them. Fuck it. I'll make a YouTube video where I basically <laughs> am a video game. I just put myself into a video game. I wish I could do more, but there's a reason there are teams of people making video games and not one guy sitting in an apartment in upstate <laughs> New York. You know, I wish I was smart enough to be able to, or I wish I had done enough work in my past to be able to like program in and code my own, platform or video game and just put it up on steam for people to play but (laughs) i i I find it really interesting when at at our age we we can talk about giving up something like video games because it's it's a very i don't want to say first world problem because i feel like that's overused but it it is (laughs) at the end of the day you're like Guess I gotta give up video games so I can work my job where I make a salary. And you're like, "Yep, pretty yeah. fucking tough, well, they're, huh?" They're, they're not meant to be played like 35 hours a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit. I mean, yeah. I, I remember, I remember Tom and Jerry on the Master System. You could complete in 12 minutes. So yeah. like, it's there were there were moments of escapism. Yeah, well, well, yeah, and we're we're in an age now where it's something like Skyrim, which is a game that you could pump a couple hundred hours in easily. Yeah. And they do that because they, they like you said, they want to keep people engaged and they want replayability. Yeah. So compared to what we were dealing with when we were young, it was like, <laughs> I beat Zelda again yeah. for the 15th time because there's no other video games for me. <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, I look at Final Fantasy games and, you know, they've, they've missed the mark on a few of the recent ones. But I have wanted to go back and revisit some of the old ones. But I'm like, wow, do I really have like 60 hours to put into Final Fantasy VII again? I don't know if I can do that. Plus, I already, I already know what happened. So yeah. maybe I should just give up on that as an idea. I, I, I must admit, like, whilst we're on the subject of video games, I... <laughs> we're just talking about video yeah. games. <laughs> Welcome to the video game podcast, guys, where we talk about giving up video games. Because, <laughs> again, like, I, there is no way I could... I, I can't justify spending the money it would cost to get even the the last gen uh, console now. Like it, it's just it's not going to happen for me. Um, and uh, but the thing is, is like playing silly little uh, like casual. Like that's I think that's the thing is I've now gone to the point where I'm a, I'm a casual gamer. So casual like, gamer, casual Steve. Yeah, like what once a month or something, I will pick up a a random video game and for the last two years pretty much it's been either i mean i've either been playing um uh black flag or expander bros and expander bros is great because it's just you can pick it up you can play for like five minutes and yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah it's broforce expander bros i nearly said broforce before you even said it (laughs) 
Expender Bros, is that a sequel? Yeah, no, so <laughs> uh, Expender Bros is like the expansion pack that's based oh, on nice. the Expendables. Um, so it's all the guys from, yeah, and it's it's really good fun. And like I say, it's you can pick it up for five, ten minutes and then put it down and, and you're fine, you're happy. And because the same thing, when I used to, to, to go to the gym, like I I was one of those people that would, I was very regimented in when I went, how much I, how long I trained for, how much I did and all that. But it was great because those days that I wasn't uh, at the gym, because it was like a day on, a day off, day on, day off. Um, so it'd be either at the gym or sat playing the Xbox. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just really, really kind of weird. <laughs> the fact that you completely sus that that's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and sugar in your tea. and <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just a terrible person. It's it's just really interesting to think about the idea of it, as a as a blanket statement in terms of like giving stuff up, right? You have to give yeah. stuff up so that you can achieve a goal, or uh, you have to give up the idea of a goal. It's yeah. it's almost almost that simple. You either have to give things up to achieve a thing, or you have to give up the goal because it's unachievable, right? Or the expectations are set too high. Yeah. So I find it. We, we've talked about it previously about the small wins or getting a win every now and then is really cathartic and, and really helps what we're all trying to do here. But when it comes to giving stuff up, I, I think the more the more you learn to give things up or the, the, the more you can kind of tell yourself that those things don't matter or they don't require your energy, it really helps gain that priority the perspective on priorities, right? When I brought up my old job and those lists that everybody makes at the company that everything was a priority one, everything has to go now, but the list is 20 things long. Um, and, and to back it up even further, when I said I would just take my job home and it was like, I couldn't let go of the stuff that I just put on myself that I had to do. And even until recently, you know, I'm still working on that of just not taking things home with me. You're not constantly like every hour of the day has to be spent doing something that will somehow benefit whatever. Um, I think we all have a habit of doing that to ourselves too. Like outside of the, outside of the job, outside of the workspace, even if you're a hobby maker or if you are a full-time person um, in the maker space, it's, it's difficult not to tell yourself that everything's a priority one. Yeah. Because you come up with either a build idea that becomes the priority or you, you have to edit the video or you have to post regularly. You have to do these things. You hear people from social media that are successful that say, you know, two, three times a day, you have to post, you have to put stories up every 20 minutes. So everything becomes a priority. Then are you working on a build to post a YouTube video or are you prioritizing that you have to take four photos a day or put your life in stories all day sure long? Two guys that say that. Repeated. <laughs> so what? I'm pretty sure it's just two specific guys that say that repeatedly on a podcast. I don't think it's like <laughs> there are there are more there are more than you would think. Okay, I have I have the insider info now. <laughs> don't forget who I'm weirdly connected to. But it's I I, I like this idea of letting things go, but taking it further into just day-to-day stuff is it really is it really that big of a deal that it took you an extra five minutes to get to work or that 
that board didn't cut exactly right. You know, we've talked about failures, but this is more about um, when you're putting your time and energy into, into things and letting them go. At the end of the day, there, there are so many other important things and life goals and your all, all your aspirations and where your energy, energy should really be going. And that dumb day-to-day shit, like, ow, I can't imagine <coughs> how often you have to tell people or that you wish you could tell people, like, that's not a priority. You keep saying it is, but I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 like, I like the idea of, of kind of as, as, as one grows older, one goes either more melancholy or, you know, Oh, no. wise i don't know um you know it's very easy to say that you can't teach an old dog new tricks but i think on the flip side as well i think as you mature you kind of you you, you are able to kind of let things go um i the the matrix reloaded got a bad, like a lot of bad press for some reason I, I really enjoyed that film i think it was a great film i think it was, action was stunning um i think it was very different to the original matrix but i enjoyed it but one of my favorite bits is is the old guy and he's talking to Neo and he's talking about like what's the point? And Neo's like, well, what's the point? And he goes, old guys like like me don't bother making points. There's no point. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, he he let it go. I mean, this guy was like trying to keep the survival of the human race in the planet core, and he's just like, yeah, there's no, uh, you know, <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no point trying to prove a point anymore. <laughs> yeah. And it just it just summed up to me. I thought it was a great line, and it's always sort of stuck with me that that. You know, you don't have to. You know, growing up and, and kind of and, and maturing is is about letting stuff go, yeah, and about knowing when to pick your battles and about knowing what's actually what what like you say, Brett, what is what is worth being precious about, um, and what is worth going, yeah, you know, I'll let this one slide. And I think I think there's a there's a charm to that, and I think people, I think both are virtues. I think people kind of really, you know. Find it admirable that somebody can 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 stick by their guns and have gumption, and you know it's it's it, it sounds like a very you know vir, vir, virtuous kind of thing to have in your personality. But also, yeah. I think people would much rather prefer it if you just fucking let it go every once in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot easier to be around than somebody who just doesn't fucking give up. I will yeah. never give up. It's like, but I'm yeah. tired. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's a difference like you say there's a difference between being tenacious and going after like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna get that thing and just like you say never letting anything go um yeah i think that's a that's a really important distinction i think it is something that that does uh that does it sounds really wanky but it does come with age like you you learn to and it's that experience the more you more you do those things that the easier it is to let it go like when i um bring it back around to work again. Like when I first started where I am now, anytime anyone said anything was wrong, um, I was, I was trying to put out 16 different fires at once. Like, like, like Brett said, everyone, like everyone thinks that this is as far as everyone's concerned, you know, their problem is top priority because to them it is. But I was in a position where it was like, well, I, I need to triage these. I need to find out who's top priority. And oh, fuck, everyone's really important. Everyone's really, oh, I've got, I've got to get everything done. Whereas now I know that basically if as, as long as the the site is still up and running and we're still able to the very, very least like 
take orders, then it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, like, in like, like really in yeah. yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> I think there's, and, that, that's 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 a danger as well. Is like because you know what's going on behind the scenes and you know the running yeah. of it. There's probably some fable or saying about this, but like nobody else really cares or knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but I know it's not doing it properly. It's like, so yeah. don't worry about it, Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah i I have to bring up, I have to bring up a conversation I had with somebody a couple of months ago. But we were we were chatting about when you're young and either going through school or just in life in general. You know, through your teens, when you would have older folks a generation to, you know, whatever that would try and give you that, try and impart their perspective on you and go, you're 11. It doesn't matter. Trust me. Five <laughs> years from now, you're not even going to think about this. You'll laugh about it. But, but she was everything to me. <laughs> right. But if you, if you try and put yourself back into that mindset, um, what we were discussing is how it, it is absolutely the most important thing at that point in time, because you've never experienced it before. Yeah, and what when you talk about something like experience, or you've had more of those experiences, that is something that comes out of repetition or time slash age in parentheses. But when you're growing up, everything is the most important because you've never dealt with it before, or like the first time you lose a friend, or the first time that you you know don't achieve a goal, whatever. When things when things start feeling important is when things really start to, it's when you can start developing that perspective. It's then how you translate it going forward, right? Are you the kind of person that just eats it on a regular basis? And there are people, like you say, that have the gumption to say, yes, I got handed a list with 20 things. All of them are said to be a priority and they just go. And that is that is their that is their calling is to just be able to put out those brush fires. And Steve, you, I mean, honestly, it sounds like you're, you're pretty good at that and being yeah. able to just be a stone wall to it where it's like, throw it at me. It'll get done. Yeah. You may not get the reaction out of me that you experience that you expect, which is me going, Oh God, I'll, I'll, I'll totally get to <laughs> yours first. But it's like, no, everything's just going to get done. Yeah. I understand you're giving it to me on this priority list. But again, back to what I was saying with the, the coming up or getting the experiences, it's like, there are moments in, in your life where this is the most important thing, or this is a very important moment for you to be able to make a decision, whether you let it go and can have a little bit of foresight to say, this won't matter in the end, or no one else gives a shit about what mistake or what issue came up. But until we experience those enough times to really gain that perspective, it's difficult to take it from anybody else. Yeah. Everybody at your job says everything's a priority because like you said, to them, it is Yeah, individually. If everybody was able to see the company as a whole on a regular basis, it'd make things a hell of a lot easier. But we all know that transparency is not a typical thing in white collar work or in, in desk job work. Everybody's got to justify their jobs and information only goes through certain channels because that's, you know, that's efficiency right there. And if we're doing things like making or we're working on individual projects, the only perspective that you have is either somebody from the outside going, doesn't really matter, which fuck you this is the first time I worked on that project. This really means a lot to me. Yeah. Or maybe you work more on yourself saying that doesn't matter because you have the foresight to know that, you know, it's yeah. very difficult, but it seems like you have a 50, 50 choice 
based yeah. on if 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 I'm specifically talking about making things. But go ahead, Steve. Sorry, I know you've been waiting. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It, it's funny as you were saying that I was I was just thinking because uh, another perfect example of that is that when it is someone's first time doing something, and you know if if you see that they've turned an angle grinder upside down or they're doing something that's unsafe or they've used the tool for the wrong thing or whatever. You blame Steve. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if, if you see someone that's, that is doing something for the first time, you, you can let it go that they got the thing wrong. I mean, don't, don't get wrong. Like by all means you can, you can kind of say like, that was really cool, but maybe in future don't throw knives at someone or whatever. But you don't have to berate them and have a go at them. You can just let it go. You can go, okay, they did this thing. They learned from it. That, that's cool. You you don't have to, um, to, to drill into someone just because they've done something that you don't necessarily agree with. Um, and kind of leading on from that, I think that it's also important to realize that when you let things go, when you react to things, it has, or, or don't react to things. It has a, um, an impact on other people around you. Um, there was, there was someone that uh, messaged me recently um, who I won't name, uh, but you know who you are um, about the fact that I've, everyone listening to this podcast has probably heard that I, I quite often stumble on my words um, and I, it's, it's not so bad now, but I, I've always had a real um, problem getting all the way through a sentence without pausing, without stumbling, without um, having to suddenly realize that the word that I'm going to say in three words time I can't pronounce, I can't say it properly. So I have to, whilst I'm saying, whilst I'm talking, I have to think of a way around that word. And so I can, I can use a different word or I can explain it in a different way. So I don't have to say it. And even then there's still words that I know what the next word is. It just, it gets stuck on my tongue. So I can't, I can't finish that sentence. Um, and it, one of my pet peeves as well is also being interrupted, um, which <laughs> work, working with you two is fucking, it, it's a stupid <laughs> um <laughs> well you know what I mean. um but but that's the thing is I, I i when i was younger i used to get really really angry about it and you really fucking self-righteous about the fact that you can't interrupt me all this uh whereas now i, I don't give a I shit can't, I it's really easy. <laughs> um and uh yeah like now i i'm i let go a lot more and I, i'm i'm far better with it and the same with my um with my speech patterns i um five six years ago there was no way on earth that i would have um I, I would have even thought that it would be an okay thing for me to do to to talk to people on the internet because i can't talk properly i i stumble over stupid words and and my mouth moves faster than my brain sometimes and yeah and all these things that oh and then you met two people that have the same problem yeah <laughs> good for you uh <laughs> then i met two people that like to talk over me is fucking brilliant <laughs> but um but yeah, no, it, and and that's the thing. And so by letting those uh, those fears and those annoyances go, um, I've I've helped him, and and he's he kind of said like, actually, that's really fucking helped me. It's made me feel more confident knowing that it's not just me, and that it doesn't have to to hold me back or affect me. Um, and I think if you if by letting something go, you can you can inspire, you can help, you can encourage someone else. I think that's fucking spiffing. Cool. 
Cool. So this week we are going to go with Azub. So Al is first. I would like to spiff Sharon from Figment. Yay! Yay! Because videos are fun and yes. she makes fun things and um, made me giggle. And thank you. Yeah. Simple as that. Just go watch her latest video. Um, she's just doing fun, fun things like you do when you're a kid, like making yeah. things look like old pirate maps and yeah. distressing paper and stuff. But it's all the little funny jokes and the little animations in between, which are just really charming and yeah. Yeah. Keep your finger on the uh, pause button. <laughs> feel, feel free to read any of those. Uh... Yeah, uh, absolutely brilliant. And I must admit, I did watch it twice just because I was like, did I miss that? I've got to go back. I think the last, um, the last, the last video she did with all the hidden stuff on the the, the big yeah. map was was really fun, and it was yeah. kind of it's almost like an interactive video, which sounds really weird, but it was. Yeah. I, I, I watched it several times and kind of slow mode. It really does it. have that feel to it. Yeah. It, yeah, because it feels like those videos you used to get as a kid where you had to pause it and then go off and do an activity and then come choose, back. Choose your own adventure YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, that's YouTube. such a good idea. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good shout. And and Sharon's so, so lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I love the fact that after that, I had like a, a conversation in the comments with her about uh, using tea bags or coffee instead of paint and the pros and cons of each. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, me, I am next. I am going to go with uh, someone that we have spiffed very early on in the uh, in the episodes. Um, and back then, he was known as the Beer Wrench, and he has let go of that moniker because is, not, is, not, is that not his handle anymore? It's not his handle anymore. He's now Turf Blacksmith uh, because he does um, groundskeeping as well, um, and because I think basically he didn't want to be known as a one-trick pony. So he's kind of. Ch- I should probably have asked him this before I said it, but I've been meaning to ask him for about three weeks why he's changed his name. But I'm assuming it's because he didn't want to be just the beer wrench guy. He wanted to be a blacksmith in his own right because he started to do. Um, he did a, a wedding knife for one of his wife's friends, I think, uh, and it was goddamn beautiful. <laughs> um, it was yeah, really really impressive bit of kit, um, and he's a very very talented. Well, he's a I'm sure he won't mind me saying he's a very talented Smith in his own right. Um, and I think it was doing him a disservice to be sticking with that, the beer wrench name, because it did just look like he was just making bottle openers out of old spanners. Whereas he did not look like that's what, if, no, if, but, if, but if he was a one trick I mean. pony, I fucking watched every single thing he made. <laughs> it was always, it was always something different. It's always, yeah. It kept keeping it fresh. Yeah, and, and that's that's what I meant, is the fact that the name kind of implied that he was only doing the one thing, whereas actually he was doing lots of stuff, and, and it was a good choice to uh, to give up the name and, and move on and let that go and go on to something better. So, yeah, uh, that's Mark, and he is Turf Blacksmith now. So yep. go check him out. Well done. Fred. Yes, I am going to deviate from the maker situation still a maker of things um i've been obsessed so i i have nothing else in my head right now but i've been obsessed with listening to aaron Menke's podcasts he's got three um lore is the long form one he has cabinet of curiosities and then there's another longer format show which i have not yet listened to but because we were talking about escapism or or taking some you time to yourself, you know, and trying not to just like completely overwork yourself. 
it's actually been helping me get through things like the ice pick production stuff. I, I put on a podcast and I have a tendency to not listen to maker podcasts while I'm in the workshop because something about it just gets garbled up in my head. Terrible. Yeah. But I like, I like all kinds of dark, weird crap anyways. And so most of what he talks about is, uh, UFOs, amazing stories from history and, mysteries unsolved and and solved and otherwise and i think i just listened to one of the episodes this morning which was about uh it it actually kind of synced up with keith's silver uh silver podcast and everything that he's been talking about on from the ground up but it was about old mining and like heading out west and then a bunch of people dying along the way and other people stealing money and all this stuff it was just really interesting so Something to kind of rack your brain, uh, and and to me, it's very cathartic to listen to something outside of what my day to day is, and just be engaged by something that gives you a little bit of an escape moment. Also, something to kind of learn about, fun little facts and unsolved mysteries. I like that shit. Nice. Search for Aaron Mankey. He's got a couple different podcasts, but it's really fun. Uh, just to clarify, just because I. Both times you said it, I wasn't quite sure if I caught it right. Is it Aaron or Aaron? <laughs> uh, Welcome to I America. Am, I am America. <laughs> this is America. Um, it is spelled A-A. Right. A-A-Ron. But cool. Mankey, Mankey, Mankey has a M-A-H-N-K-E. Ooh. Yeah. But it's super fun. It's super fun. If you like weird weird shit <laughs> check it out it's fun nice uh have we got any other business from either of you we're really coming down to the wire on maker central stuff and the more we talk about it the more exciting everything gets so do your planning do your pre-planning it'll be well worth it if you can show up for a day or two andy pew's definitely coming yeah He's bought a ticket and everything. I'm excited. <laughs> um, cool. I do have a quick little bit of AOB. Um, it's uh, specifically to uh, some guy called Simply Are Not. Are Not. Simply like or Not. Simply I believe are that, not. That, it's one of the delicious biscuits. He makes Tim yeah. Tams. I think yeah. that shape that he uses is meant to be a knot. Like yeah. A, yeah. A piece Sim- of string. Yeah. Sim- oh, simply. it's like ready or not. It's like simply yeah. or not. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, I just want to let him know that uh, giving out, uh, giving shout outs on Instagram stories doesn't get you a shout out on the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, yes. So, if you want to find us on social medias, you can find us in all the usual places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade Thirteen, and you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. There we go. And you can find us as a trio at fwtpodcast.com and on Facebook and Instagram and all of those things. Uh, Have I forgot? I feel like there's something else I'm supposed to say. Have I forgotten something? This is where I forgot what W's and www. Yeah, there's three W's. Don't worry about it. Cool. All right. Uh, well, in that case, that's the end of the show. So we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. There.
I hope you enjoyed our time together today. You know it seems harder and harder to just sit back and enjoy the finer things in life. Well, till next time. Ta-ta.